And she doesn't like when I dance a little bit going off, you know? Okay, let's... She's watching now. Okay. We will put it nicely. We're just, I was going to say, is the president, is she wrong or right? We're not going to do that. We're going to say it a little different. Who likes to see just a tiny little dance on the way up? <laughs> okay. And you promise you'll vote for me, even though it doesn't look totally presidential. We promised President Trump. So this is when he was leaving. It looked like he was leaving. He wasn't going to dance. So check it out. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. I can eat that up with a spoon and a fork. He's so fun. He's so fun. In the middle of all this, I'm telling you, I don't recall seeing such big smiles as I have with yesterday at the, at the rally. Didn't you guys notice that? He was in Iowa. This is October 8th. That was yesterday, October 7th. He was really, and you'd think he should be panic stricken and afraid and you know, looking, and he didn't even do the closer. He might have done, he, he was at two places. He might have done it on the second one. Hey, I'm Melissa. Red Pill the World. We're the Freedom Force Battalion. And if you're new here, we look at the current events in the light of God's Word. Because what we're experiencing is literally biblical. It's the end times for the creeps and the beginning of a thousand years of peace for us. So, President Trump knows everything that's going on this year. Five, you know, 5D, 4D chess, whatever, major complex chess moves that are going on. I'm going to talk about that today. And so it's like saving, we've seen on the board, saving Israel for last as if this is, we're entering into finally, finally Ukraine is done. Finally, this Ukraine is done. And that's now we're, we have to get to this. And so it's, it almost seemed like he was just glad that we finally are here. And I just feel like this is what I kind of, I'll tell you what I'm going to talk to you about before I tell you. I feel like we are, okay, remember how COVID was the first time and everybody immediately masked up and got their, you know, rolled up their sleeve to take the jab and that was the way it was. Now the second time everybody's like, mm, not doing that, not doing that. Nobody's, you know, a few people wearing masks, but not, in, you know, not like it was and it's just not working. I wonder if the same thing is going to happen with this in Israel that happened with Ukraine. Okay, but I know there there are a lot of people, and unfortunately, the church is so brainwashed into thinking that this is what Armageddon is supposed to be. It's a in a battle in the whatever in the Middle East, and we got to support Israel and all that. And they don't understand. They don't understand. And of all the movies and all that. So the church is really, and I'm going to show you what he said about that yesterday too. Anyway, this is the, uh, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. We really need to get this truth out there. We've been, you know, sharing all this in our little kind of cocoon, but we have to push this out to uh, other people. And so whatever you can do to get this out there, because I'm going to share this impor important information about what's going on in Israel. Okay. Oh.
This is what Dan Scavino posted. It's a little bit loud. Let me see if I can turn it down just a touch. But he posted this this morning. I really appreciate Dan Scavino. A lot of times when some kind of mayhem comes out, like today with this this uh, potentially starting World War III in Israel, he will come out with a really encouraging post. And so I really appreciate this beautiful uh, sun uh, uh, rainbow that he posted. Breathe it in and out. This is what life's all about. Yeah, breathe it in and out. This is what it's all about. These are the moments, the moments we live in. All right, guys. <laughs> okay, are y'all? I don't know if you're feeling that today. You know, we are, and what he's saying is we are in this battle. Once this battle is over, we won't be able to come back and do this battle again. We're going to, the Bible says clearly that we will beat our swords into plowshares and our spears into pruning hooks. In other words, there won't be war. They will not train for war anymore. Isaiah chapter two, verse four. This is the end of wars on this earth because finally people will realize it is, it is proxy wars. That's really what this is about. These two, this this cabal gets two groups, you know, fighting each other. They're they're funding both sides, and it's it's a it's a money making churn and a and a death machine. Okay, but we this is not what's going to happen this time. We're not going to do this. We've done this before. We've already pushed hard back on on Ukraine, and no, they could not start World War Three with that. And President Trump says he will prevent. He said this. I don't have the video of the clip of that, but he says he will prevent World War III. So we're living, what do we live for? We live for uh, being part of what the Lord is doing and being by his side so we can we can defeat our enemies. It's really a, an honor. And so I want you to uh, in, enjoy the fight. <laughs> All right? And, and, and take take pleasure in that you were chosen for this amazing day. Okay, and we're not fear mongering. We're going to expose it. It's a, it's a difficult thing to expose this because the brainwashing is real. It is real and it's thick. Here's the site, freedomforce.live. If you're new, you can definitely check and see the, all the links right here, the social media uh, right here. All of our social media is right here. The videos and the podcast. I have a podcast. I have a newsletter. Um, so definitely join on all of those. And these are the books, End Times. And a thousand years of peace, end times major clues for minor prophets, and the recent one, end times. This is biblical. I just finished the audio book for uh, the, the, the most recent one. This is biblical. Seventeen Bible stories. We are pulling down this this uh, the, the like Samson pulled down the the cre- corrupt, diseased temple down on their heads. Not only in Congress because. I'm going to get to that, but Congress is supposed to, by the 17th, they've got to come up with a Speaker of the House. They want to get one this week. We're going to talk about what our marching orders are on that. But anyway, let's get started talking about what President Trump said. Um, this this all happened. This Israel battle, this, this uh, proxy war, just what it was, that's what the funding was all about, is, is, is uh, getting money into their hands and so that they could foment another war because they're out of, out of money um, with all the seizures of the assets. But um, this happened on the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles. That is not a coincidence. You've probably heard on the news that there was a, the, 
the, the last battle 50 years ago or whatever it was that that was on the feast days okay Yom Kippur it was actually on Yom Kippur that time but this is the Simchat Torah which is the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles and I wanted to tell you what the Lord Jesus did on that day it was very interesting his brothers he had brothers uh, I think it was four brothers and a sister and so his brothers did not believe in him until he rose from the dead and so uh, they told him, oh, come to the festival. Everybody's going to the festival. Come to the festival so everyone will believe in you. And Because they knew this was a day where, oh, ex- that he should you know, reveal himself as the, as the Lord. And so he didn't go with them. He said, you guys go. You guys can go and, and do your thing. I, you know, my time is, is you know, <laughs> it's my time. And I'll determine, you know, when is the right timing for me. I'm not going to be told what to do by you people, in other words. And so he went, though, later on, when after they left, he, he went by himself. And so he wouldn't be having them control what he was going to say or do. And so it says here on the last and great day of the Tabernacles Festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me. Uh-oh. Let come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within him. This is John chapter 7, verse 37 and 38. This is what our Lord Jesus said on the Simchat Torah. Okay, this is what, um, and just after this, this, the next spring is when he went on uh, during Passover, went to the cross. So, you know, he is using this day, the Simchat Torah, you recognize the name Torah as the law. This was the day they commemorated that the Lord gave the law, the as in bringing law and order. They needed that desperately in the wilderness. And so the Lord had given them the law for law and order. But the reality is the law can only help us so much because what we really need is the Lord Jesus to fill us with his living water. When he indwells us, then we have the power to do what the law says. And beyond that, because let's just be honest, for you and me, it would probably be easier for us to go and, you know, sit on the couch and watch TV and eat a bonbon, you know, and not catch a lot of grief that we've caught. But in the other sense, because of God's spirit that dwells within us and his life-giving water that's in us, we are compelled to work and fight and ride alongside the Lord and to uh, save humanity. Okay, so there's an, it's a huge honor. At the same time, same time that it's daunting. But it's because this is, this is the life-giving water that's in you. The reason you're in this battle is because of the life-giving water of Christ that's in you. That gives you the, the strength and the courage and the, the wherewithal to fight. That's why God chose you, and that's why you are still in this battle to this day, fighting to wherever you are and whatever you can do, whatever the Lord leads you to do. You listen to his voice, and he directs you on what to do in the battle. I'm so glad we found each other, that we're all here on the Freedom Force Battalion. So uh, if you're new here, definitely join with us and uh, follow the social media so you can see, um, you know, I post videos like two or three times a week, but we really are working in the battle a lot on our social media so that I post something and everyone you know, can get out there and share it. All right, so let's, or you know, you find it in the chat, that kind of thing. So um, this is what uh, we've known. Our president has been playing chess and he said this yesterday at the rally uh, one of the ones in Iowa so check it out uh, can you imagine when they meet this guy Biden I mean they see him I see it I talk to him 
They say, uh, we don't believe it. They think it's some kind of a game that I'm playing. It's like a chess game. They don't really believe this is happening. They say, they say what's going on here, Ashley? They say, what's going on here? There's some kind of a game being played. This can't be possible. The guy can't talk. He just gave a one minute and 15 second speech. That's a big speech for him. <laughs> so I would say, yeah, that's what we believe. We believe this is a, I don't know if it's a game. This is not a game, you know, but it is a, it, it something doesn't look right. Something doesn't look right. There's no way that Biden is running this thing. And so we know that President Trump bankrupted the U.S. corporation. We know that. We know that, yeah, you can have Biden as the president of this bankrupt corporation all day long. But that doesn't mean he's our president. President Trump is the president of the United States of America. We don't need a president of a, of a bankrupt corporation. We need a president of the people. And that's what President Trump is. So just enjoy that, knowing that, okay, that really helps you to realize, you know, and, and he said last week, he said he would talk with the real generals, the real generals. So that's what tells you that they aren't able to do a lot of the things that they had, had wanted to do. And, and let's just be honest, sometimes they can put anything on the news. They can put anything on the news. Literally, they could make up anything. Wag the dog. If you haven't seen the movie, Wag the Dog, go and watch that movie, Wag the Dog. They could put anything on there. So, yeah, President Trump is, this right now with Israel is, is to us, for him it's easy. Because he has all the inside information and he's a genius. And he's got the white hats working with him. But for us, it's hard sometimes for us to piece this together. And that's what I'm hoping to do today to help you see some of the, some of the puzzle pieces that they have given to us. All right. So I want you to see, I really love um, Austere Wyatt, Auster, whatever, Re Wyatt. Anyway, um, followed him for a long, long time. So check this out. Be Israel. Have all U.S. politicians under your thumb. Have one of the largest global intelligence and surveillance operations known to man. Have near infinite military support from the U.S. Have an iron dome. Somehow, with all that, get surprised by a bunch of brown men gliding into your country. Get blown up by 5,000 rockets. Be completely bewildered as to how they obtained arms and their plans. No. Am I seriously supposed to believe this? They knew nothing about what was going to happen. They just welcomed this with open arms to justify an ethnic cleansing campaign. Ukraine funding and war is growing boring for the U.S. machine, and they needed a new boogeyman. Israel, uh-oh, I've lost the last page. Israel was getting jealous of all the billions we gave to Ukraine. Uh-oh, I didn't get the last little, that's a little bit of it. Anyway, so you, you see, basically, that's what's the deal is you, Israel, there's just no way to believe that they, that this was a surprise attack. They've got the Iron Dome. And the reality is the people who live in the Gaza Strip, all these, they don't have the money. Have you seen their homes? Have you seen where they live? The dump that they are living in? They don't have anything. They had they, they they cobbled together a few you know maybe 
little bit of anything, this, something's not right. Something is not right. You know, I, I, it's hard to know what is the truth. That's the first thing. The first thing is everything that you hear on the news, the fake news, which President Trump has <laughs> drummed that into our heads, that all this is fake news. First of all, be very, 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 very skeptical about everything that you hear by any people, anyone, even if the president, even if President Trump says, oh, I like this person, I trust this person, whatever, they're a great person or whatever. Understand it's 5D chess. We cannot, disinformation is necessary. He's, again, doing everything possible to keep everyone as safe as possible. Okay, that's that's what's really happening. Um, this, is a, this is not a game, really. This is uh, dangerous. These people are dangerous. They have a lot of, of, uh, ability now to set the world on fire. And that's, uh, you know, what we, we see. All right. So, but trust, we've been working toward this, not so that we would blow up. We could have done that long ago, <laughs> but it's to keep everyone safe and look at president Trump with him dancing. You can tell he's not worried. All right. So there's no way there's just no way. And, you know, let's just say you have a conversation with someone. You can't necessarily be definitive and say one, th- one thing or another because you, it's, you, you know, we don't know exactly what's happening. But you can say, I just don't believe that they were surprised. Israel was surprised and, and, and you know, about, about this attack. I don't believe that there was an, you know, the Iron Dome was penetrated. I just, that doesn't make sense to me. We've already, we've, t- we've spent how many millions and billions to create this iron dome to protect Israel. And then gliders came in and that doesn't make sense. There's just no way. All right. So that, that right there just doesn't stand past the snuff test. Okay. Now the next thing is, okay. Um, we have been talking about who are the real terrorists. Let me actually back up to this. I guess I'll do this one first. Okay. So the governments, we know this, the governments, it's not the people who are the terrorists. It's not them. It's the, it's the governments. And when they get this kind of money, are they, you think it's going to the people? Of course not. It's not going to the people of Iran. They're using it for their, their evil, whatever. And then they, they use that money to then double that money or triple that money because it, you know, they will and also get political power to bring in the people, the, the, the Americans into war. They want to foment war. That's what they want to do. And they're going to do whatever they got to do to do it. And that this is the, the $6 million, whatever, billion dollars, whatever it was, $6 billion is for that very purpose. And they need to Parlay that into more. Anyway, governments around the world are the real terrorists. Now, that doesn't mean all the workers for the government are terrorists, but the elites of the government, the top 0.1%, are the mobsters that put fear into everything. Okay, so then, uh, let's see, there's another one. I want you to see the other one. Let me see if I can figure out how to refresh it. Okay, so then, I guess I had another one. I don't know where that, okay, here we go. With all the aid, here's the question. With all the A, let me back up. These types of questions should be rolling around in your brains daily by now. Not to just look at the news and just soak it in like a sheep, but to really think logically through this. We've got to do that. If we're going to enter into a thousand years of peace, humanity has to think for themselves. 
and especially we have to because we are the ones on the front lines in the in the fight. Um, replace the rocks <laughs> with knowledge. You'll thank us crazies later. So then uh, Code Monkey, he's the one who runs the Q page, the keyboard. With all the aid we send to Israel, why did they get steamrolled by Hamas? Again, you've seen the place that they live in that just doesn't make sense. All they've been able to do in the past is throw some rocks. With all the aid we send to Ukraine. Why are they struggling with Russia? Okay, so something else is going on. And we've also learned from the board this, and I don't have the right one. Let me get the right one. Okay, I'm going to pause it real quick. I'll be right back. Okay, here it is. This is the post from July 2nd, 2020. And I don't think I have the number on here. Uh, Yeah, 4565. Possible Epstein was a puppet, not the main person of interest. The front men, always these front men, these politicians, they, they're not the, they're not the really the person of interest who's really responsible. Um, not to say that Epstein's a good guy, not saying that. I'm just saying there's someone behind all of this on above Iran, above Israel, above these ones. Okay. So the puppet masters, they were financed by who or what foreign entity? I think F stands for foreign entities primarily gather blackmail on elected politicians, dignitaries, royalty, Hollywood influencers, Wall Street, and other financial top-level players, other high-profile industry-specific people. This is gold for them to control the people in all these positions, whether it's Hollywood or Congress or, or, you know, whatever position. These dignitaries, the Hollywood influencers, all these people, they have to get them under their control. How do they do that? They get some kind of dirt on them or they they, they blackmail them, okay? How do you do that? Well, I'm going to talk about the Awans here in just a minute. But um, remember Ghislaine Maxwell. Her father was Robert Maxwell. Um, Maxwell, family background, Robert Maxwell, history, intel, agency, wealth, he was M O S S S S S A A A A D. I know that this is going to be on Rumble, but I don't know. Even Rumble might not like me talking about this intelligence group in, you know, where. They might not like that. So I, I might get canned off of there. I don't know. I don't know how picky they would be. Anyway, so Robert Maxwell was this person above who was controlling Epstein to gather this information for I-S-R-A-E-L, okay? And who else is one of those? And that is B.B. He is. If Okay, and I'm going to talk about this here in a little bit, but basically, if you remember, as soon as the election was over for 2020, what's the first thing that he did? He threw President Trump under the bus and he went and congratulated Biden, right? And he also forced jabbed all his people. So the people of Israel are clearly not free. Now, are there some that are bad? Yes. But are there some who are just completely controlled? Yes. And the Hamas are, I'm going to talk about that too. Goodness gracious, we've got so much history to under to unpack to make sure that you under, understand what's really, really going on. Anyway, so I want you to see that. This is what's what's happening with um, with with what's going on behind the scenes is these these people are not who... They, you know, what they purport themselves to be and what the media purports them to be. Okay, let me see if I can find the other one. There's one other post on this one. I don't see it. All right, so basically I want you to see that, and that's what we were told long, long ago. And to understand that these people are criminals. (laughs) They're criminals. And they, they are media darlings because they're criminals. 
or some of these people have become media darlings, like, I've, you know, MTG is now a media darling because she's more towing the line now. And, and Jim Jordan. And yes, President Trump says he's great and all that. But the point is, he's, he is basically McCarthy 2.0. We'll get to that. All right. So I want you to see that. And so what is President Trump really saying when he says he speaks out on the Hamas war in Israel, an act of savagery that must and will be crushed? Who's he really talking about? Is he really talking about the Palestinians? Is that what he's talking about? Okay. So on superficially, on the, on the 1D chess level, yes, that's what he's saying. But we have to dig deeper. And that's what he's asking us to do is to think critically and to think for ourselves. And so really, who are these, you know, who are these people who, that, that are, that are labeled terrorists, labeled Hamas? Well, who's, and who is he really talking about? Because we know that the real terrorists are the ones who perpetrated 9-11 and not who we were told perpetrated in 9-11. These elite, I was just reading to you about the 0.1%, these these elite who take this money and use it to foment war, those are the terrorists. And they work, obviously, in lockstep with the mainstream media. This is who we're fighting, okay? So we can't take our eye off of the ball. This is who we're fighting, and don't let them change it to something else that it's not. We're not fighting these, these poor people in the Middle East who've been shoved into a corner. Okay. So I'll, I'll play this one for you. And just before you listen, try to piece that together, understand what he's really saying, who he's really calling out is the elite. Hamas terrorist invasion of Israel territory, Israeli territory, and the murder of Israeli soldiers today, and uh, the brutal murder of citizens is an act of savagery that must and will be crushed, has to be it has to be dealt with very And what I believe happened, I, I don't, just like we went up to the, to the Capitol, January 6th. We were, not, we were there peacefully and patriotically. We were there demanding our rights, but they, they called us terrorists. Same thing with Hamas. They were, but it wasn't Hamas who did it. It was fake Hamas. It was FBI. Right? Does, am, I, am I making sense? It was not us who obviously did this January 6th, and it wasn't them who did this, in, I don't believe, in Israel right now. People who are claiming to be Hamas, and they're putting out these videos out. Do you know that if they're Hamas? Do you know any of, if any of this happened? Do you know if, I mean, really? Do you know, do we know? Yes, they've struck fear in everyone, and I would not want to be in Israel right now, in the land of Israel, in the Middle East. I would not want to be there. I would get out so quick because... There's, it's completely lawless. But the point is, they are saying Hamas did this, and it could be completely not true. And then you look at the people in Iran, it's just, we don't know. And I'm even going to, I'm going to play you a video from Blinken. He's saying we're trying to, to determine if, if this is true. Even he is saying that, okay? All right, so because he can't be coming out and, and, and putting something out there that's not true, and they're even basically telling us that they don't even know if it's true, and they're in the government. Okay, So it's a lot of fog of war right now, and this is how they've done over and over and over throughout history. They will take the good guys, and they will blame them for something, and and that's how they get their political power, and they'll draw America into this war. Okay? All right, so listen up. Powerfully, 
This is a time where the United States needs leadership. We don't have leadership. But Israel is at war, and the United States obviously is going to stick with Israel. Israel is at war. We are Israel. I mean, literally, look at the, second, the 2D chess or the 3D chess. What is he really saying? You and I are at war. We are Israel. We are is Israelites indeed, as I've talked to you many times before, that the Bible calls us Israelites when we have the faith as Abraham. We are true Israel. So, you know, he's saying that we're at war. And, of course, America, the U.S., is going to stand with the, the believers fighting this war to be set free from the elite. Okay? Think think deeper, right? And that's what we've got. And that's what I'm hoping to help people connect these dots because President Trump can't say this. He's in, in too powerful of a position. We're in a position that we can say things and we're, our job as the army is to spread the truth about what's really going on. We are fighting the criminal cabal. This is who is responsible for what's going on, not the, the, the poor people. So he's basically calling their, them, the savages, the, the terrorists, that type of thing. This is who he's talking about. Bill, and strongly. The war happened for two reasons. The United States is giving and gave to Iran $6 billion. $6 billion over, over hostages. Over hostages. And, uh, you know, there was a very good trade. They got five hostages. We got five hostages. Okay, that's the good news. The bad news is, and their hostages were tough, by the way, I have to tell you. So, anyway, he's talking about that. But I just wanted you to understand when he's talking about this, it, you know, he has to say certain things. He has to, okay, because because of the brainwashing. And the disinformation is necessary because of the of the brainwashing. But he's telling us what's really happening is this is this act of savagery will be crushed. This act of evil that the elite has done to all of humanity and is doing in that right now in Israel will be crushed. That's what he's saying. Okay. All right. So um, you have to read between the lines. And he also, when he's doing posts, the horrible attack on Israel, much like the attack on Ukraine, would never have happened if I were president. Zero chance. And of course, we're always saying that we know that Ukraine has been a hotbed of all the trafficking of children and arms and, and, and drugs. And so we, you know, he couldn't come out and say, I support Putin. He couldn't say that. Even to this day, he can't say that. But in the same, and then in the same way, he can't come out and say, you know, that, that uh, Hamas is whatever. He can't. He can't say certain things. He, we have to. We have to piece this together for ourselves. And he's saying the same way that Putin was trying to destroy the evil going on in Ukraine is the same way. This has got to be destroyed in, in Israel. It's it, you know they. Years ago, back in the Balfour Agreement, we're going to talk about that next, I think. Yeah, the Balfour Agreement, this is when they um, basically wanted to make a safe place for to do their trafficking. This is why they've been despised. And it's not true Israelites. It's those who, as the Lord Jesus said, these, there are some who are uh, fake Jews. Be, what did he say what he called them? Uh, he says there are, there are those who, who say that they are Jews, but they are not. This is what it says in Revelation, I think it's chapter 6, They're, that they say they are, but they are not. And they have taken this name in vain. 
They've taken the, the, the name of the Lord in vain. They've taken the name of Israel in vain, and they've used it for their own political gain and to protect themselves from, and to be, oh, don't, they're, they're um, um, you know, anti-Semitic and all that. When To say, you know, everyone's mistreating us and we're being persecuted. When, no, the reality is you people have been, there's some, not all, but there's some, the ones, the elite at the top, are lawless and have caused all this devastation all around the world on purpose. Okay. It's, it's very, very complex. It's very, very complex, but we know that we're fighting an elite group and they have been given this land that they are to, can be protected in. And this was the Balfour agreement, November 2nd, 1917, right at, you know, just about a hundred years ago says, Dear Lord Rothschild, I have much pleasure in conveying to you on behalf of His Majesty's government the following declaration of sympathy with Jewish Zionist aspirations which have been submitted to and approved by the cabinet. Okay, so this was not after, I don't know if I said this, it was not after World War II. This is, you know, before, you know, way, way, way before, back in 1917, that they were given this, this homeland, this land, okay, um, and, and by His Majesty, as if, Imagine wherever you live, if someone comes along and says, I'm giving you this land that, that someone else has, has title to and a deed to. I'm just giving you this land. Who is, it, who is he to do such a thing? Well, he has the, his majesty, whatever, has the power of the, of the British Navy. And then the Rothschilds had the power of the bank to do it. Basically, might makes right, and they can just take it. This is what's happened. The people who lived in Palestine were basically removed from their homes forcibly. Can you imagine? This is what happened. This is their beef. This is their problem with with um, with Israel. Is they they were they were taken over, and President Trump knows this. President Trump knows this. Most people don't know this. This was never taught in school. And, you know, you might read the Balfour Agreement. And you're like, oh, well, then there they have it because they were, you know, they put this little paper with like one paragraph on here. And so something else is going on. Why are they, why are they given this property, this land, so that they can, can live there and not have to, you know, be held to an account for crimes against children? Okay, isn't that what I just read? That's what I just read to you on on the Maxwell that they that they infiltrate governments and they set up all these things. So and then they have these Epstein Islands so that they can. You know, all of this it all goes in together, and this is what is going on in Israel. Is it every person in the country? Of course not. There are people in Israel who are being misused and abused. We just as I just said, there are people there who were forced jabbed. You know that type of thing. They don't have freedom. And so it, I just listened to a, a clip today about the you know, Palestinians will be free. Well, Israelites will be free also, the people who live there and who are being mis- mistreated. So we're really, the, the, the thing is over in Ukraine. And so now we have them cornered basically in Israel. And it's a matter of time before everybody realizes who these people are. This is the, we're like on a chessboard, literally, like President Trump was saying, where we, we have it down to just <laughs> about checkmate. Okay, that's really what it's boiling down to. Anyway. Um, His Majesty's government view with the favor of establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people and will use their best endeavors to facilitate the achievement of this object. It being clearly understood that nothing should be done with may, which may prejudice the civil and religious rights of existing non-Jewish communities in Palestine or the rights and political status enjoyed 
by Jews in any other country. I should be grateful if you would bring this declaration to the knowledge of the Zionist Federation. Okay, so they got this land, but with one caveat. It says you cannot prejudice the civil rights and the religious rights of the existing non-Jewish communities in Palestine. Well, they have. They have. Uh, unfortunately, the people were removed forcibly from their homes, and they've been cordoned off into this little hovel in this small little area where there's millions of them just basically on top of each other in, with, with no infrastructure, just making it where it's, it's impossible to live there. And it's like, where can they go? And it's just, a, it's just a horrible situation where they have, you look at it, it looks just like terrible. They don't have any, any, anything. It's horrible, horrible. So I want you to see that. I want you to understand what is their beef. They have lived there you know, for you know, 400 years. And now all of a sudden, because of this piece of paper, they no longer have supposedly the rights to their homes. And this is their beef. And it has been the beef for 100 years. And it's been getting, been getting progressively worse. This was actually on um, Fox News today, where they're talking about these conflicts, and it actually was pretty good. So I want to play a, a chunk of it. Understand the history and how this started, some of the background between the state of Israel, Palestinians, and how it erupted over this past weekend. In fact, while we come at this very humbly, it's complex and there are different sets of facts, we think a little bit of historical context can help us understand what's going on in Israel. Yeah, you could spend a whole semester in a graduate seminar course uh, attempting to break all this down and understand it. We're going to do it for you in five minutes as best we can. So the area known as Israel now was controlled by the Ottoman Empire for 400 years, hundreds of years. Uh, it was a part of that sprawling empire. Of course, the Ottoman Empire joined with the Germans in World War I, and that led to its downfall. That, that, that really solidified its downfall. It had begun to fall apart prior to World War I, but the Ottoman Empire was huge and established stability across the entire region from Africa down through the Middle East, Turkey, and into Europe. But as Pete pointed out, following World War I, the stability that was provided by the Ottoman Empire disintegrated. And it was uh, replaced by a different form of stability in the British mandate. So the British government showed interest in establishing a Jewish state. Uh, there was an agreement called the Belfour Declaration in 1917, which eventually led to the British mandate, uh, where there was flourishing and coalescing, coalescing. You look at images of Jerusalem and Israel back then, but there was still a lot of conflict, just like when the Romans were there in the biblical era. Uh, the Jewish people wanted their own state. Well, speaking of the biblical era, this entire region had largely been tribal. It, it didn't resemble anything we think of in the modern mind as the nation state. But following World War I, Britain, through the League of Nations, was given control of the area, and they begin to carve up the map. They, they begin to create Jordan and Syria, and the modern conception of the nation state. Uh, I can't remember the name of the, uh, of the agreement, but a lot of the consternation across the Middle East goes back to Winston Churchill and others who drew a lot of straight lines across previous tribal areas, which led to nation states that have different groups of, I think of Iraq, where different groups of people, you certainly see that in Israel. Now, there was a very tumultuous period in Europe between 1922 and 1947, a lot of anti-Semitism, regimes uh, predicated on the destruction of the Jewish people, most significantly Adolf Hitler and the Nazi regime, which uh, in the Holocaust that led to the death of six million Jews, a lot of Jews left Europe and came back to Israel. And of course, Jews leave Europe, 
head back to Israel. There's already Palestinians living in Israel, and thus begins your tensions. Let's focus in on the geography. Pete's done a great job this morning going to the maps and explaining the current environment. But this is a little bit of a scope out, but still focusing on Israel. Israel, roughly the size of New Jersey. Uh, west, two, Palestin two largely Palestinian areas, areas west, the West Bank, along the West Bank of the Jordan River, and the Gaza Strip, where our focus is this morning and throughout this latest incident. And a lot of focus of the past has been the so-called West Bank. Others will call it Judea and Samaria, the historic homeland of the Jewish people as well. So words are a big part of this complication inside right. that as well. So we've talked about the Gaza trip, Strip a lot. Small area, lots of people. Uh, you look at the West. The Check that out. Did y'all see that? Gaza Strip, that little strip right there, 140 square miles, 2 million people. Can you start to see why they are unhappy that they've been pushed off into a corner? So this is, this is what, what, one of the big problems as well as the West Bank, 2,000 miles approximately, square miles, and 3 million people are over there. They're, they're smushed into a, into a corner. And they're you know not happy about it. This was their homeland, and they drive down the road and they see where they have they had their home before, and they were spread out, and now they're all on top of each other, and they don't have the infrastructure. When you and I've gone through there, and you see certain areas, and they have beautiful street lights and beautiful roads and beautiful everything, and you know all the infrastructure you could ever want or need, and then you look over in the the, uh, the Middle Eastern part, the 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 Gaza Strip, and the and the um, uh, these areas, and they have little or nothing. Okay, so I want you to understand what what is their beef, and so that, I think that is very helpful to understand. And and it wasn't that they got it; they bought it fair and square. It was just done by fiat because of power, because of the 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 British monarchy as well as the Rothschilds, which control the banks. West Bank, just to give you a sense, this is where Jerusalem is, and so you've got West Jerusalem and East Jerusalem, and a lot of the religious sites. Are uh, were captured in 1967, which we'll get to. But when you think of the West Bank, there's a lot of sites in this location of significance to Jews and Christians. You've got the traditional baptismal site of Jesus along the Jordan River. You've got the walls of Jericho that are there. You've got Bethlehem, the birthplace of Jesus. So a lot of significance in the Judea and Samaria. A good comparison people are making between, for the West Bank to conceptualize geographically is Delaware. Uh, you know, with a third of the population roughly the same uh, geographic size. But really quickly, just to put that in context, look how small Gaza Strip is, where our focus is today. 140 square miles, 2 million population. Yeah, compare, compare the sizes and the populations are pretty similar. It's extremely dense. The complexity only gets worse in terms of the tensions over the past 75 years in the existence of Israel. Uh, Israel, as we, we point out, as, as Jews begin to remigrate back to Israel, 1947 is a marking point after World War II, uh, where there's a, a, the first attempt, and it ultimately is successful in creating the state of Israel. And then ultimately, soon thereafter, there was a, a war, the Arab-Israeli war, where effectively, you see Egypt, you see Jordan, they all coalesce on saying, no, 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 we, we don't want Jews in a, in a state of Israel here. Uh, Jordan being very significant, Jordan moved all the way up to Jerusalem and controlled much of that until 1967. So it was disputed from the very beginning and has been fought over 
in the modern sense of the nation state since 1947. The U.S., by the way, the first country to recognize Israel, 11 minutes into their existence, Harry Truman did so. That, that war which followed the declaration of, essentially establishes the state of Israel in 1948. And then, Pete, as we pointed out, wars throughout time, but with largely state actors. We're talking about Jordan. We're talking about Egypt. We're talking about Syria that, that have flashed up since the 40s in two main points. The 1967 Six-Day War was one of those, and in fact is one of those that many people are pointing back to today as a marking point of how extreme what we're watching take place today is. That was a, it was a really, really big one because the state of Israel, a lot of people thought, okay, we're going to, its enemies wanted to wipe it off its map. Instead, it went on a counteroffensive and captured Gaza, captured Judea and Samaria and the West Bank, captured the Golan Heights in the north, captured East Jerusalem. With Again, because having the support of the international community, they were able to take over these people's land. So you, you, can you imagine what the, the, the condition is of these people? Okay, and you, that, it kind of helps you understand why they're so why they're so angry because they don't like the fact, and that's why they're angry with America for for, for protecting this land for them. Okay, and I just I wonder if they know what these people do, and that that's why you know they they know that their children have been taken and that type of thing. That's why they are up in arms and risking their lives over it. You know, and that's some um, you'll never hear any of that on the news. Okay. I want you to see, I want you to see that. Um, I guess we'll finish it up. They were on the Temple Mount and quickly gave it back. But ultimately that redrew the lines and it allowed Israel the opportunity to effectively control these areas for their own security. Something that changed in 2005 and, and is pertinent to our discussion when they gave the Gaza Strip over to the Palestinian Authority. So you brought this up earlier this morning. You talked about Bibi Netanyahu immediately said, this is war. That war word had specific meaning, not that. Okay, I remember what I was going to tell you is that. Do you notice how they just make these choices by fiat or say, "Oh, Israel won this war," and that's just that's just what it is. Just like they they claim certain things happened on nine eleven, and and when because it was the power of the media, it, that just became truth, or or that President Trump lost and Biden won, and that becomes truth. Okay, so some of these things it have just been forced down everyone's throat for years and years and years. Okay, an operation, specifically a war. Why? Because it's 50 years since a war. In 1973, the Yom Kippur War is the last time that type of language, that type of mindset approach has has really defined the Palestinian and Israeli confrontation. But what, after seeing 600, we're right now, by the way, at 600 civilian children, yeah. women, grandmothers dead, uh, and this has been declared war. And this basically settled the nation-state aspect of this, and after that you saw intifadas or uprisings led by the PLO, uh, led by Hamas, led by terrorist organizations, trying to achieve their goals inside their regions. You saw buses blowing up inside, inside yeah. and that's why you saw border fences put up across Jerusalem and in Gaza, uh, and, and operations that led to death. Okay, so Clearly, this can't go on. This, this continually, they, clearly there's, a, there's a, a beef, and they have not been able to be, it has not been able to be resolved. Just like if you had been taken, your home had been taken away from you. I'm just saying, uh, you know, we need to look at what is going on. What is, the, what is the issue? And President Trump worked out the Abraham Accords with all the other uh, nations, and 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 re resolving their their issue with with Israel, but 
what this is that was not dealt with in the Abraham Accords, from what I can tell. And it, you know, this this has to be solved. And this is why I just find it very interesting that President Trump just seemed in very good spirits yesterday, as if he's so excited finally to get to this point. You know, just like we've, we've been to the point where we, we resolved what was going on in, in North Korea. And, and it appears, you know, Ukraine has, has lost, you know, Putin has basically taken, won the, the war. In, whether They'll never announce it. <laughs> they'll never, never announce it. But he's won the war in Ukraine to stop the trafficking of children and all that. And uh, the crime, uh, the, the drugs and the, and, the, and the arms. But now we're going to finally resolve what's going on in between the the Palestinians and the Israelis. And this is, uh, this is pointing out, this is going to really, at some point, I don't know how long it's going to take. It will point out that this is, this is the, the, really the, the head of the serpent of how they've run this evil throughout the whole world. As you saw, Maxwell is getting all this Intel into Israel, into this intelligence group, this Mossad, how they're taking all this information about from the, from whoever, about the celebrities and the politicians and all these ones into Israel. So they control all these people. This is basically the head of it right here. And so, yeah, this is, uh, they want to start this war and they said, well, we know that the church is so brainwashed. They will support it because they believe this is what God wants them to do. The Bible says clearly that, that many people, when they're doing something to you, they'll think they're doing, they're doing goodness for God. You know, they, they are because there's so much deception. And it's, uh, it's really because you hear it from all these, these people. You hear it from the mainstream media that, you, that you've grown to, to trust. You hear it, you know, where else are you going to get the news, right? That's why we have the alternative news, so get something different from what they're saying. And even many well-meaning patriots are not, in my opinion, telling the truth about what's going on in Israel. They just are believing the fake news. You know, we have to think for ourselves, even in the, even in this movement, we have to think for ourselves and understand something else is going on. All right. Um, so I, I just be aware that the church is very much in the, in the grip of this because they trust their preachers that are telling them. And, and many of them are just brainwashed too. So it's a, it's a big tangle. <laughs> it really is. And what I'm talking about is, you know, not, not even, you know, it's just not common because there's so much brainwashing, even in still in the Patriot movement. All right. All right. So, yeah, this was interesting that um, President Trump, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> that Biden had said years ago and has said just in the past few days that if there were not an Israel, we'd have to invent one. What is he saying? Because this is, a, they need to invent an Israel, which is exactly what they did. I just told, showed you on that video. They invented this place for them to go and have as their, the head of their, uh, their criminal network. This is where the, the, the head of the beast. And uh, interesting that this happened, you know, that they had a place to go to, to be safe. After they'd done these crimes, again, not all Israelites, but just the, the, the elite ones, the ones at the top, had been allowed to go to Israel to be safe from prosecution. That's what this is all about. So, yeah, he said we'd have to invent one, a place to go, so we wouldn't be prosecuted. Check this out. We're not in Israel. We'd have to invent one. Um, it is the best $3 billion investment we make. Were there not an Israel, the United States of America would have to invent an Israel to protect her interest 
in the region. Protect their interests for their criminal network, for the cabal. Okay, so just help to make sure you always are listening and reading between the lines. Friend and ally, the state of Israel, and I will do it again. You heard about today the Hamas, Hamas terrorist invasion. I mean, when you think about and what do you think of Hamas? What do you think? Do you know about Hamas? I find it funny that he said it Hamas twice. <laughs> like the dip. The terror evasion of Israeli territory and the murder of Israeli soldiers and citizens is an act of savagery that must be and will be crushed and avenged. Has to be crushed. And this, it's not, it's not who you think it is. In, in my strong opinion, again, there's so much fog of war, we, it's hard to know exactly, but I don't believe it is uh, who, who the mainstream media is telling us. I believe it's this, it is these, the cabal at the top who are doing all of this, all of this. And then some of these things are fake, just like when we've had some of these attacks in our country, you're like, mm, I don't think that's real. That just doesn't look real to me. Okay, so I'm going to show you. It's a plan, you know. Okay, I'm going to show you one. Oh, 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 I want to show you. Before I do that, let me do it. I'm going to show you something else. Oh, that was the video. That was the clip I was looking for earlier. All right, Is there so, any indication? Um, okay, look at this. It's horrible, but I don't see any wounds. I don't see any wounds. I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to piece this together just like you are, okay? But I'm looking at this very skeptically, as I always do, because President Trump has told us so many times that the news, it's fake news. Anything that comes out, even if well-meaning patriots are sharing it, look at it very skeptically. And so, like, this girl's laying here, and she's not covered up, so she's supposedly dead. And I just don't think she is. I don't know. It just doesn't, you know, and that I don't see any blood. I don't see any... Like, I don't know. I don't know. And they, again, if you, if you remember the movie Wag the Dog, they're, they're making a movie to put on the news to foment a war. They're like, we need a war machine. We need to foment some, get this, this ginned up for a war so that we can get everybody all, you know, and they, and they're showing the, oh, they're running and all this. And, and it's just, a, it's just to get us to do two things. Well, support the war and send our money and send our people for cannon fodder. Okay? Because they knew we wouldn't do it in Ukraine for Ukraine. We're not doing it. We're not sending another nickel. We're not sending, you know, certainly not sending our people over there. But people, unfortunately, because of the brainwashing, might send their children to fight in Israel. Pray. Pray that people will see through this. I just, it just it doesn't make sense. And, and they look awfully... They look alive. Their flesh looks alive. They don't look like they're, you know, a dead body looks dead. They just don't look dead to me. I don't know. It just, uh, and what if, you know, what if these things were, they were just having a, a rave party? Well, what if, I don't know, what if something else was going on at that thing? It's the whole thing, just it looks like Wag the Dog. And actually, wasn't Hillary just talking about Wag the Dog? She was just talking about Wag the Dog. She was just talking about that. Isn't that, I just thought of that. She was just talking about it like it was a, that they were going to have where they, Wag the Dog is where they make a movie and put it out on the news as, as if it's a real movie about a war, about a wartime. All right, so let me go back to what I was doing before. So this, President Trump started talking about silence of the lambs. 
If you've not seen that movie, you need to see that movie with Anthony Hopkins. And he starts, he starts talking about this movie, and he's bringing up basically that this is about, basically the premise of the movie is this man was a psychopath. He abducted, would abduct these girls, and they would put them in a cage underground so that no one would know that's in his normal house, but he's dug a, a, a pit under his house, and he would have them there and starve them and take their skin. It's just so disgusting. It's so awful. It's so evil, but it's, it's, it's demonic, and this is what, you know, basically this somewhat like Baal worship where they, they are sacrificing these children, and they take the, the skin that's really, at the end of the movie, he had gotten the skin and he had put it on himself like as if he's got, it's just gross. It's just disgusting. It's just disgusting. But it's, he, President, why is President Trump talking about this movie? Well, he's talking about Anthony Hopkins and how great Anthony Hopkins is, but he's talk, he's drawing everyone's attention to this movie, The Silence of the Lambs. Interesting. Because that's what they do. I saw this movie, I don't know, 20 years ago? I don't know, it was a long time ago, probably 20 years ago. And I remember it to this day. Some scenes I, I can't forget. And I would never have imagined that this is what they really, really do. Oh, that is. Has anybody seen Silence of the Lambs? Hannibal Lecter, how great an actor was he? You know why I like him? Because he said on television, on one of the... I love Donald Trump, so I love him. I love him. I love him. He said that a long time ago, and once he said that he was in my camp, I was in his camp. I don't care if he was the worst actor. I'd say he was great to me. Watch how President Trump does this. He'll throw out something like Silence of the Lambs, which is such a, a bombshell movie. And he'll, then he'll start talking about Anthony Hopkins. He's just talking about Anthony Hopkins, but he's put this out there, the silence of the lambs. And so this is what our role is, just to help everybody say the reason he brought this up is to help people understand this is what they do. These people are psychopaths. They're evil. And this is why they've had to have a, a state, you know, the, the elite ones, not the regular ones, just but the elite ones have had to have a place where they could go to, you know, they have to have some people who will clean the streets and you know, wash the dishes and, and you know, cut the lawn and all that. So I'm talking about the, the, the leaders, the, the, the point one percent evildoers, they have to have a place where they could go to be safe from prosecution and because they do silence of the lambs type stuff. Okay. I want you to see that he said that. All right. And then he also said mutualization. That's not a word. You look it up. It's not a word. Mutualization. Mutilation is a word, but mutilization. He said that the last rally too. Mutilization. It's not a word. Why is he saying that? To draw attention to it. He does this. He's a genius. He does this all the time. He's a media genius. He's a genius in a lot of ways, but he's a media genius and he knows what will draw someone's attention. And so to, to this mutilization, because people, regular people are not even thinking of this. They just can't even imagine that this is going on and we need to draw everyone's attention. This is what these people are doing. They're saying, they're using it under the guise of uh, gender therapy or whatever baloney and every legislation has some kind of piece of this in it. It's like you never heard of such, you know, a few years back and now all of a sudden it's in every piece of legislation. Tucker was just talking about this. So he, what is he saying? He's trying to get our eyes on it of what this evil is. 
and help everyone to understand we've got to put a stop to this. This is pure evil. Okay, this is the one I was going to show you with with Anthony uh, Blinken, where he's he's saying that it's a that check it out. That Americans were either killed or kidnapped by terrorists. Yes, we have uh, reports that several Americans uh, were were killed. We're working overtime to verify that. We have reports. We're working overtime to verify. Okay, about Americans being missing or killed. He's he's. They're working overtime to verify the reports. They he's not saying that these reports are accurate. She's just a reporter, but he is responsible to tell what's really going on. And so he's not confirming it. He's saying that they're verifying. They're working to verify it. And he hasn't said been, it's been verified. It's a very important distinction. We have to listen very carefully to what they are saying. And he, he is not verifying any of this. Uh, at the same time, there are reports of missing Americans. And there again, uh, we're working to verify those reports. Working to verify. That's all they're doing is they, they haven't verified any of it. She is reporting you know, that they have a report. I've got a report right here. Okay, here's a report. I've got a report. Here's a report right here. It's a piece of paper with a report because, you know, as a reporter, she's just, she's, she's trying to you know, tell the, you know, what, what she's giving a report. That's all she's doing. But he is the one in, who's responsible to give intel and he's trying to verify Okay, so that tells you right there something else is going on. And, you know, are th- I saw one video where this guy, is, is supposedly his family is being abducted. And he's, you know, supposedly he's over here with his arms around his, his family in the back of a, the bed of a truck. Next thing you know, he's, he's fixing his shirt. He's straightening his shirt. I'm going to just say something. If I were being abducted, I don't think I'd be worried about my shirt, you know. Anyway, it just didn't, something didn't look right to me. Just, it just, it's just, it's like so many times these false flags, like who is really doing this? And is, is this a wag the dog? Is this a, a movie or is this real? All right. I want you, you saw that. <laughs> yeah. And here in Zelensky's the one person who's not happy because all of a sudden everybody's taking the money over to Israel. Meh, meh, poor Zelensky. <laughs> What happened? I was getting all this money, and all of a sudden now, um, you know, I don't, I'm not getting any more money. It's all going to Israel. Okay, here's the one I was going to tell you about the Awans. The Awans were these Pakistanis who worked at the Capitol, and they controlled all the IT, the intel information technology, and so they had access to all these congressmen's laptops, and so then they got were able to get dirt on them. Okay, the, I'm connecting all these dots for you. Look at this. Uh, if you're new to this, you probably wouldn't know about it. But so then they took this data and they sent it right over to Robert Maxwell or Mossad or whoever over in Israel, the head of the beast, the head of this, this snake. And he says, what about Awan? Is Israel involved? In other words, they were saying they were sending it over to Pakistan, but it was making its way to Robert Maxwell and all these at the top, the elite in, in Israel. That's what he's saying. Is Israel involved? Okay. This guy was brought up on charges and blah, blah, blah. This is the one. Remember when uh, the girl was like wanting to get the laptop back because it had evidence that they had been taking all this data and sending it over to, to, uh, to the criminals in the Middle East. And so she was upset about that. She, you know, obviously Hillary's girl and, um, what's her name? 
<laughs> with the hair, whatever. The point is, that's how they have played. That's how they have done their evil crimes is to get this dirt. That's the, really what's behind the Epstein Island is how do you get the dirt on all these people? And so these people are ruthless and evil and they use this evil for their um, to rule the world. Remember, our Lord Jesus was told by... The, by Satan. He says, if you'll bow down and worship me, I'll give you uh, all the kingdoms of this world. He said, no. These guys said, yes. Show us how to rule the world. And it's by evil. That's how they're doing it. But the great thing is, we're going to enter into a thousand years of peace, end times, and uh, oh, that's the one. This is biblical. Don't forget my audio book is done. Yay! Rejoice with me. It's done. It's done. This, this is the one, end times and a thousand years of peace. We're going to have a thousand years of peace. We're going to stop all these, this mayhem. We're going to stop this evil, um, um, the deception and, and, and the, just this, the wars and the, and the, and the unbelievable crime. It says no more deception for a thousand years. All right. Um, oh, this is what we should do. Look, if y'all, if you guys want the money, if you in Congress want to, to, to support them in the war, you go ahead, pass the hat, pass the collection plate, and, and y'all, you guys go ahead and fund it. You go ahead and do that. Have, have fun with that. Have fun with that. We don't take it out of our tax money. That's how we're going to fund every future war. Guess what? The future wars will cease. <laughs> That's the way you'll fix it. When you don't have it where it's taken out of your wallet and forced to, to send money to them and, uh, and put us in debt servitude for the rest of eternity. No, pass the hat. That's how we're going to fund these things. And guess what? That'll, that'll, that'll be end wars so quick. We're going to pass the hat for that. All right. So on the 17th of November is when it's required that we, the, the continuing resolution is over. So they are under a time crunch to get this done, but they don't have a speaker of the house. If there's no speaker for the 17th of November, then they're going to, they're out of money. And that is one of the reasons I really do think that they they brought this on. They said, we've got to gin this war up. We've, and that'll put pressure on everyone. Oh, we've got to get a Speaker of the House so we can send them some money. No. No. And this is another thing I want you to see that's on that same date as the continuing resolution expiring is the day when there's an angel standing in the sun, which is Mars in the sun in the scales of justice. The, and this is from Revelation 19. It says that when you see that sign, now I don't know if this is the one because at many times there are angels in the sun. There's a, Mars will be in the sun here. And then in June, there's a, a Venus is in the sun. It's, it's rare, but not extremely rare. Okay. Maybe every six months you, you get that. But wouldn't it be interesting because this is seven years since President Trump was elected, right? Right at seven years. <laughs> okay. We've been fighting this war for seven years. Yes, more than that, but really where we were awakened was like seven years um, and fighting with, with President Trump taking office. And so wouldn't that be something if it's right at seven years and you see this angel standing in the sun, as, as it says in Revelation 19, and that's when the beast is cast into the abyss. How about that? Let's do it. All right, so let's, this is what we do. We're, no, we're going to say no to any Speaker of the House who, uh, unless, unless they will agree to these things, okay? Let me see if I can move out of the way. Uh, for, uh, first, ditch the Uniparty, <laughs> right? Good, good luck with that. Number two, fire this Congress and force, force newly elected members, senators, to remain in their home districts. How about that? You stay in your home district and, and don't get be up here with these elite, right? We, you, you, you can be on a Zoom call. 
do it like that. You, you don't need to stay in Washington. You need to stay in your home district and, and work for your people in your district. Number three, restructure the government to defund all the agencies which comprise the deep state. And Matt Gates is working on something like that. He says to, to remove this uh, classified documents because these people get the classified status and then they keep this for the rest of their lives. And he's going he's gonna to stop this abuse of the intelligence uh, uh, confidential status. And also, he, President Trump said, we're going to end all these departments, the Department of Education, the Department of this, Department of that. It'll be pushed down to the state level. Pretty cool. So restructure them and all, because they all comprise the deep state. And it, actually, Matt Gates even said about, he called it the, uh, the deep state. So that's cool. Number four, eliminate all but essential cabinet positions and delete their impart, their departments. Bye. <laughs> we don't need you. Goodbye. And you know, that what's his face? Uh, Lloyd Austin, the, the Secretary of Defense, is getting paid a dollar. <laughs> how about that? I wonder how he likes that. I'm sure he's getting so much more money that he doesn't even care. Anyway, number five, return law enforcement to the states. No more FBI because you know how they're after us and wanting to deprogram us. Especially me, because <laughs> I'm all over here trying to help everybody piece together what's really going on. Um, whatever, whatever. We're, we're going to just keep sharing the truth, right, you guys? Eliminate the FED, the Fed, LECs, except the U.S. Marshals. And create an efficient central government to coordinate cooperation among states for national infrastructure projects. So I thought that was all great. First of all, I want to make sure that they're not going... Everybody's got their own demands for a speaker. Uh MTG was saying this morning she does, she wants to make sure that they are going to uh, stop the, the mutilate, mutilation or mutilization, as President Trump says, of the children. Okay, so she's not going to vote for someone unless they are agreeing to that. And I, I'll say no more money to Ukraine and no money to Israel. Sorry, but everybody's already like, oh, we've got to send them our, all, you know, our whatever money we've got. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be a hard one. But anyway, so there's that, but there's also you know, that we will not uh, continue uh, uh, unless they keep the, the motion to vacate rule in there. A lot of them, those those uh, congressmen, 45 congressmen wrote, and they want to remove that motion to vacate rule that, that Gates used to remove McCarthy. We're like, nope, we're keeping that thing in. It was in there for 200 years. We're going to keep it. We're going to keep it. And that is the only thing that's keeping them from being you know, dishonest. It holds their feet to the fire. I will say this, Jim Jordan, I'm afraid, is a is McCarthy 2.0. And they know that. That's why they all support him. All right. So then President Trump is, um, this is yesterday, he was saying, um, let me see what this one was. Oh, Remember yeah. when he said, I'd like to take him to the back of the barn. <laughs> and I thought, I think I could go like this. I think that. No, I think so. I hit a long ball. I yeah, oh my goodness. He was so fun to watch yesterday. He really was just, a, he's a comedian. He did not seem worried about any of this at all. That tells you. That's one of one of my family members during the COVID. They were, you know, everybody was trying to get him all feared up and so afraid and everything. And she's like, I don't think we need to be afraid because President Trump doesn't look afraid. I thought that was really good. Look at this. I think this is one where he says, my people. To my people. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we are. We are your people. Okay, so this is, I'm so happy, y'all. I just have to keep 
reminding you, if you know anyone who is depressed or has anxiety or any uh, bipolar, any kind of mental disorder, I'm so excited to tell you my friend is doing so great. I just, I'm just, I was at my wits end. First of all, you know, just getting her to be willing to, to try something. And this is what you want your little brain to do. You want it to fire properly. And it wasn't before. And so now she, this is what I, I put all these things on my website, freedomforce.live slash bipolar or freedomforce.live slash depression. You can also see it here, lifting depression and bipolar. And oh my goodness, I'm so thankful. It's wonderful. I've got all the, so I explained what, what we figured out was going wrong. It's because of the, um, the, the, the nerves as in a nervous disorder, nervous nerve disorder. This was what was going on. And so the CBD oil, definitely the 15 milligrams is what she's taking. It's wonderful. Two, two droppers a day. And that is helping, um, her, uh, her, her brain activity to be proper, to be right. I don't know what happened to it, but it's working. This is working now. And so it causes them to fire properly. And now you have your, your loved one back. You have your loved one back. It's so, so amazing. The CBD and then the serotonin. Here's the link to the one that, that she used, uh, uses and it's wonderful. It's just, you can see the results so quickly within, within a day you can see. And then the amino acids is getting the nerves to work properly. It's amazing. Amino acids. And then of course the, um, the zeolite detox, detox, everybody get these toxins out. The toxins cover the, um, your nerves like a, uh, like when you have, um, um, uh, like, you know, that, that scale on your faucet and this, the zeolite helps to remove it. So amazing. And definitely stop. I, you know, she's, she's gone to this pro this channel right here to get the Patriot, uh, the boycotting the cabal, no longer use toxic products. Please mercy sakes. Don't use bleach. Mercy sakes, don't use bleach. Use non-toxic products. Everything that's out there in the stores is toxic. You've got to get off of that stuff. You've got, it, it, it's, 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 it's a destructive force on purpose. This is, again, part of what the cabal has done to us. They have done all this to us to destroy our health. These people are evil, evil, evil. They're following Satan to try to destroy humanity because they know that one day we'd wake up and that we would cast them out. They know the word. They know what was going to happen. So definitely go over to uh, freedomforce.live slash boycott or boycott cabal. Either one works. And you'll hear a little message from me how to do this. I, again, I don't, I'm not making money on this. I'm just trying to help people get the information that they need so that they can get tr truly non-toxic products. Products for your health, your soap, your, um, your shampoos, all these things non-toxic toxic, non-toxic. I'm so, I love it. Two pieces. Um, and of course the neural therapy does this also to get all the nerves working properly throughout your body. That's one of the things that really helped me. This book right here tells where this girl had been hospitalized four times and now she's completely well because she's doing all these things that I just told you about. So it's for depression, any kind of mental disorder, depression, anxiety, bipolar, amazing. Uh, Amazing. Also, check in. I'm going to add something else. Electrolytes. We need electrolytes because that, again, helps the, uh, uh, our nervous system to work properly and all of our nerves. Okay. 
This one I put in my, uh, my what I do every day with my green smoothie. And I have all the things I put the spinach and celery and beets and lemon and sprouts and apple cider vinegar, all these things. I put hawthorn berry and nitric oxide, chia seeds, uh, magnesium citrate, D-ribose, moringa, D3 and K2. All these links right here will show you what I do. And I, I know it's a lot. I know it's a lot, but I'm, I'm bound and determined to have my health back. And you wouldn't even believe. I mean, I'm just, I don't know if y'all can tell. I'm doing absolutely amazing. I'm doing great. I'm breathing. Look at me breathing. I'm just, you know, I can run. I'm just, it's amazing. I'm just, I have my health back. I have my strength back. So exciting. So all these on here. So definitely check into that and uh, see. Okay, I want you to see one other quick thing before we go. Unbelievable. These people destroy our health. They destroy our country. They've stolen our country from us. They are destroying, they're causing wars. I mean, these people won't stop. And now they are attacking um, Mike Lindell. Makes me so mad. So Mike Lindell, they're mocking your phone operators. They're mocking the people working the factory floor. They're mocking uh, the employee-owned company of um, of MyPillow. And they're particularly mocking you, sir. Um, what say you? Well, it's been interesting this last uh, few days. Um, all of the media called me. I took over 26 interviews. And by the way, they brought up the war room and you, Steve, many times in there that you, uh, uh, a couple things they, they, that uh, yeah, you, uh, you're spreading your conspiracy theories and you're still fighting to secure our elections. And, and uh, you only have one platform out there that's given you a voice. And, and, uh, and I said, you know what, uh, and I want to say this to the War Room Posse, they are the number one source of uh, keeping my pillow this last week secure. Uh, the support has been absolutely amazing. I want to bring up one thing, Steve, when you talk about the media. Obviously, it's, it's by them getting the word out that, yes, uh, we've been hurt so bad by this lawfare and everything else that's an attack on my pillow the last uh, basically two and a half years. But there's there's a couple outlets out there that went completely silent on this news. One of them being Fox News, the other being Newsmax. Would this be news in a normal a normal time we're in that uh, hey that my pillow that they're attacking my pillow and have been attacking them? Uh, it's really sad state we're in. And then you have the other outlets like you just seen there mocking uh, my pillow, which is the most comfortable pillow. So, Mike. Yeah, you go hang on. You're going you're going through your struggle session. Why don't you just say no mas and just throw in the towel? Just throw in the towel. The, 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 you gotta face a brutal reality. Here's the brutal reality. The machine companies are winning here. I hate I know the audience is gonna freak out, but I'm just giving you as a matter of fact, right now in the court system, they're winning. Uh, and you're losing. And the Murdochs are a perfect example of that. What say you, sir? Well, they could sit there and think they're winning in the courts. The courts are a big deflection to push it past the 2024 election. That's all it's been, everybody. Let's use this law for then, then in 20, uh, 2025, say, oh, and you know what? We're sorry. It was all a big frivolous lawsuit. We're, but we're winning now. We have the plan to secure these elections. Go to LindellEvent.com. Check it out over there. We're winning right now. We have hundreds of thousands of people on the ground going across every county in this country. I have. We're getting getting rid of these electronic voting machines, going to paper ballots, hand count. We will never stop. The media, every one of them say, now are you going to stop talking like this? Are you going to stop fighting? I'm going, ah, uh, no. Are you gonna I'm telling you, I'm just, uh, he has got, uh, you know, just, 
a backbone of steel, doesn't he? That he's just continually fighting, 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 even though his business is just has been taking it so hard. But he's working on these WMDs so they can know, look, this machine right here, this machine right here in this precinct, and he's got them all over the country. Even with all he's going through, he's still working on this and getting a whole team where they take these machines, uh, the WMDs, and they say, look, your, your machine is on the Internet. I can prove it right here with this WMD. Okay, so definitely go in and, and, and support him every which way you can. Let's continue to pray for him. Um, so check out what, what uh, Bannon asks him one more question. We're going to make a deal? No, there is no deal. We are going to go on this. I'm going to go no, no matter what until our elections are secure. I will never stop fighting. You're, 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 I want to pivot. I want to pivot. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I want to I want to pivot to the company and make sure the partner knows what to do. I just want to make sure we understand where you're coming from. You're prepared to take this to the bitter end, even if that means the bankruptcy and liquidation of my pillow, sir. You, you, we don't have a country if we don't win this, everybody. So, you know what? My, my employees, everybody understands that, and they, uh, they're counting on you and the Marvin Posse. You guys have come through, and all of the products are my pillow 2.0. It's been amazing the last three days. And uh, with the the, pour, the pouring out of support, we've got the, if you go to my... Yeah, I love it. I appreciate him so much. He spent $60 million. $60 million. That's outrageous. He spent his fortune. $60 million to fight for our country. I just, it's just, it's shocking. And they, and, and also just how they've just lambasted him and ridiculed him and his employees. And they're still standing in the gap. I'm so proud of each and every one of them. And, you know, even if it means the liquidation of his com company, unbelievable. What, what a hero, what a hero. So definitely go and check into whatever you can find on there that you could use. Don't forget, this is the perfect opportunity to get these things for your family members for Christmas. There's, there's even sales 80% off on some of the overstocked items. You can get these toppers. Oh my goodness, the pillow topper. If you don't have that, you've got to get the pillow topper. Um, I just it, I just can't go without it anymore. I'm spoiled completely to it. But these are wonderful presents that you can get for people for Christmas. The beautiful Bible blankets and pillows and um, and wonderful, wonderful blankets. They've got towels now, uh, kitchen towels. This is the mattress topper I love. Oh my goodness. It's like you're getting a Tempur-Pedic. And they can get it as low as $99. So I just, I appreciate him so much. I just, I, he's shocking to me. He really is how he's so courageous and, and uh, standing up with, with such a backbone of steel. Really shocking. Okay, you got to see one other thing. You got to see one other thing. President Trump said this. I just love it. Check it out. I was playing golf a month ago with a very successful guy. And he's not a bad golfer. And he was playing terribly. And I said, are you okay? What's wrong with you? You always play better than this. What's wrong? I was, you know, being a little bit nasty to him by saying that because that's not very nice. But I'm saying you're playing terribly. What's wrong? He said, you don't understand. You're the most famous person in the world. And I'm very nervous. I said, yeah, but you've known me for 15, 20 years. Why are you doing I said, no. You're the most famous person in the world. I said, no. I'm not. The most famous person in the world is... Jesus Christ, he said, oh, I never thought of that. I thought it was sort of cool, I didn't, I thought it was rather nice, but it was very funny. Um, and I just said that, but he said the same thing. I don't think about it. I don't want to think about it. 
You're possibly right. Because yeah. I know the competition. But I just want to do something really great. Really great. Well, you have, President Trump. You have. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> love it. So, All right. Oh. Anyway, I love our president. I know you do, too. And, uh, yeah, I'm uh, hopefully going to get to see him in April at an event uh, at Mar-a-Lago. And I'm so excited to get to go to that. But um, I don't. I don't know how I'm going to be, how I'm going to act when I go, uh, I'm probably going to act silly. <laughs> I'm probably going to act a fool, but that's okay. That's okay. I probably would too. All right, let's pray. Thank you so much, Lord. We thank you and we praise you that you are the king of the world. We trust you completely to rescue us and to set the world right. And we know that this is happening in our day. We see it. We see it all around. Lord, help us to connect these dots so, so that we understand what is really going on and, uh, and so that we can help others to come out of the deception also and so that we can enter in, into these days of peace and health and wealth. Thank you, Lord, for the healing that is coming and that the, uh, all that we're seeing happening with, the, with, the, with the, uh, the cures being released really just it's out there open source for us to just go and use. Thank you so much for that, for that, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that the truth is out there. If we just dig, we can find these nuggets. Guide us, Lord, to the nuggets for the, our health, for our peace, for, for our, the truth, for everything that we need. Um, thank you, Lord, for our wonderful patriots who are out here sharing this truth. Lord, you chose them from the beginning of the world, before the foundation of the world. You chose them for this amazing task. And uh, we, we are so thankful that you have uh, allowed us to be alongside you in this amazing day of, of battle. Um, I pray, Lord, soon that, that people will wake up and that there, no one will be harmed in Israel, that everyone will be, will be safe, that they will not be able to, to use our, our money anymore to foment these wars. Um, we pray that, that you would bring in your person. We really want President Trump as the Speaker of the House. Lord, we trust your plan. But we would, that's what we'd really, really like if that would uh, be part of your will. And I just, we put our trust in you. We put our trust in you that you will uh, guide us every step of the way and continue to protect and provide and strengthen and, and uh, help each one of us and, uh, in, in this battalion. We I thank you for each one of them, uh, everyone who's listening. And uh, thank you that we, you brought us together, that we could be part of what you're doing on this earth. We pray all this in your wonderful name, King Jesus. Amen. I love you guys. I really do. I'm so glad that we're here together. Um, make sure that you will share, share this with a couple of friends. Okay. And I hope this will be helpful to help everyone come out of the, of the deception. All right. I love you guys. And I will talk to you later. <laughs>